good morning, afternoon, night, and everything which falls between all time, space, dimension, wavelengths, and frequency of this little twilight zone of ours to the Mental Pop Podcast brought to you by Primordial Productions. My name is Mad, M-A-D, those are my initials, so that's my name, and I'll be your host today, along with our producer, Alberta G. Rhythm. And you can check out all previous episodes of this podcast at www.mentalpop.space. Uh, we got some fun surprises today, and I'm sure it will be as fun as a barrel full of monkey pox. So welcome to the latest episode of Mental Pop. And just what will we be talking about today, you might ask? I honestly have no idea at this point. We're just going to wing it. Uh, make it up as we go along here. It's going to see where today takes us. I will say uh, it's been, oh, six, seven weeks. Uh, I think about six weeks since the last episode. I want to do one, uh, you know, more frequently than that. And this isn't an excuse, uh, but I've been dealing with a severe bout of insomnia on and off for the past couple of months, uh, which has been kind of kicking my ass. I'm not going to say that's why this podcast is, hasn't come out more frequently, but it definitely has not helped. First off, uh, I guess it's worth mentioning that on July 6th, which is about six weeks ago, somebody blew up the Georgia Guidestones. And as of the recording of this episode, well over a month later, there is still no suspect in custody or even a suspect that I'm aware of. And of course, conspiracy theories abound for what or who blew up the ominous Georgia Guidestones from an act of God to lightning to the elite blowing it up themselves for some time, uh, type of ritual purpose. Uh, it should be noted that the Guidestones were blown up on July 6th or 7-6, which was also the birthday of former President George Herbert Walker Bush Jr., who just happened to turn 76 on that same day. So it was 7-6, former President uh, W. Bush Jr.'s birthday who also happened to turn 76 on that day. To note to this, uh, anybody who's paying attention to this already knows this. This is old news at this point, but I have to recap it. Uh, so one of the pillars got blown up and part of the capstone pillar, and uh, within 24 hours, they just decided to demolish the entire structure. There was no talks of rebuilding or repairing any damage. Uh, they just demolished it in 24 hours, even though it really should have been a crime scene. Um uh, like I said, there was no suspect. Uh, there was a car that had been seen there, a suspicious vehicle earlier in the day, but nothing came of that. Uh, this is a little odd to say the least. Because right now, no suspects have been taken into custody. Also, it's been reported uh, that there was no time capsule buried beneath the monument, though a time capsule was long thought to be residing six feet beneath the monument because there was a uh, marker that stated there was a time capsule uh, six feet beneath, below the monument to be opened on a blank date, an unnamed date. So that date just happened to be 7-6 of uh, 2022. All very strange. And if you go back to an episode of this podcast we recorded back in December of 2021, it was all about the Georgia Guidestones, population reduction, uh, the drastic decrease in fertility rates of Western civilization. Uh, so I hope you might go back and check that out. And I'll keep things posted if there are any further updates on this topic. But kind of seems like it's just been swept under the rug and we might never hear about it again. So who knows why the Georgia Guidestones came crashing down. Part of me thinks they wanted to know what was in the time capsule. So they brought it down. There was something in the time capsule. They got it out, and they didn't tell anybody what it was and said there was nothing there. Maybe this is a little bit off topic, uh, but it goes right along with uh, conspiracies of the Georgia Guidestones. This is going to be a little bit of a rant here, and I apologize if this offends anyone. I hope nobody takes this personally, okay? But if you're one of the so-called conspiracy theorists that believe in flat earth, or if you believe that the events of 9-11 were perpetrated by hologram airplanes, my fucking God, what the fuck is wrong with you? You are doing a disservice to everything that you pretend to stand for, which is supposedly the truth, and you're actually working in favor of a great psyop 
a psychological operation which seeks to discredit all quote-unquote conspiracy theories as a load of total bullshit. You got a growing number of goobers uh, with multiple accounts on social media peddling flat earth and that there were absolutely no planes used in the attacks on 9-11 at all. And let me spell something out for you, okay? The Pentagon, sure, okay? We can highly uh, question whether or not there was a plane that hit the Pentagon because we don't have no actual footage and the first reporter on the scene said there was no plane wreckage at the Pentagon. That's an actual thing that's legitimately worth questioning and consideration. We can also question the crash uh, wreckage in Pennsylvania that day. Uh, the footage and images that we have the plane wreckage in Pennsylvania is also worth more investigation, as the wreckage itself uh, looks highly suspect. Though it's kind of hard to imagine what a plane crashing at terminal velocity is really supposed to look like. But okay, sure, it's perfectly fine in my book to question what happened uh, at the Pentagon in particular. But if you try to fucking say there were no planes and that all the witnesses that day are crisis actors uh, and there were no planes. If there were planes that we saw on the news and that people saw uh, live on the scene in New York, it was all CGI or made up of holograms. I'm sorry, but you're either an idiot or straight up working the online psyop of trying to make all 9-11 truthers look like morons. Were there explosives in the towers? Who knows? Quite possibly controlled demolition was involved. Building 7 didn't come down itself. Uh, we only have to look at the suspicious nature of Building 7 or the suspicious nature of Larry Silverstein purchasing the Twin Towers uh, just a month or two before the attacks uh, where he took out a massive uh, insurance policy on a terrorist attack and ended up paying a, a big, big time, paid off big time for Larry Silverstein. Um, there's much to question about the events of 9-11, such as the United States holding war games on the same day or the government expecting us to believe that the passports of the 9-11 hijackers were found amongst the wreckage of the Twin Towers. And of course, we have the Patriot Acts, which came about from these events, a direct result, as well as the false claims of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq in order to have a pretext for getting the U.S. involved in a massive war and publicly executing Saddam Hussein. We have Donald Rumsfeld appearing on Meet the Press the day before the 9-11 attacks, stating that billions of dollars uh, was missing from the Pentagon and nobody knows what happened to it. So, okay, there we have a whole lot of highly suspicious information regarding uh, surrounding the events of 9-11. That's just scratching the surface here, okay? We have so much highly suspicious evidence regarding 9-11 that for anyone to insinuate that holograms were used to blow up the towers is, as far as I'm concerned, either a psyop shill trying to discredit all other evidence or just a total goofball. There are a growing number of goofballs or psyop shills. They're just confused people going around on social media these days trying to debunk the events of 9-11 by sounding like a total dumbasses. Uh, there's ample footage and eyewitness accounts, multiple angles, multiple stories from people actually there that day or watching it live on the news, such as myself, that we fucking know planes hit the trade towers. And that's kind of the end of the story there. That actually happened. If explosives were also used, that's a whole different topic of debate and one which is probable. And then on the other subject, uh, this other subject, which has been growing in traction over the past few years, which is flat earth. These people, honestly, they're just kind of... I don't want to be harsh. They're just kind of pissing me off now. If you want to question NASA and the moon landings uh, and some of the images from Hubble, other deep space telescopes, and what's real and what's artist interpretation, that's fine. If we want to question what is actual science and what is only theoretical, that's perfectly fine too, and I encourage that. Science should be questioned. There's plenty to question about the moon landings and some of the images and information that is released by NASA. But then to pardon me here, to go full fucktard on this subject, 
It's once again only serving the purpose of debunking all conspiracies regarding NASA and the moon landings. It's been proven, as we all know, uh, most of us anyway, that the Earth is not flat. We know people have gone into space and have orbited the Earth. We know there is an international space station. Uh, we know there are thousands of satellites in Earth's orbit. We can view this with the naked eye. We don't even need a telescope, though you can use a telescope and see the International Space Station pretty damn well. But flat earthers will say this too is a hologram. Outer space is a hologram. The sun is actually inside the Earth's atmosphere. And God and holy Jesus uh, rules the Earth's firmament, which consists of an ocean above the waters, separating the waters above and the waters below. You notice that, y'all, every... Almost, almost every flat earther is going by some outdated hogwash fundamentalist Christian viewpoint that was debunked 500 plus years ago. Flat earthers not only make conspiracy theories look stupid, they make fundamentalist Christians look stupid. And maybe that's part of the PSYOP as well. Flat Earth is there to debunk conspiracy theories and make Christians look stupid. I'm not going to dig any deeper into this day other than to say uh, the Earth isn't flat. Believe what you want. Uh, Hologram planes were not used on 9-11, but believe what you want. It's just kind of pitiful that I even have to take the time and breath to relay these messages. But this is the mentality that's not taking up, uh, taking over the conspiracy community, disguising itself as truth. Endless messages on social media about flat earth. Uh, none of them are being banned or flagged or censored, by the way, which should tell you something. Endless messages of, wake up, sheeple! Outer space is a hologram and the moon doesn't exist. Praise Yahweh. It's honestly, it's kind of sickening. But what else is new? This uh, viral subset of the conspiracy community has always been around uh, since the events of 9-11 and before. And I've always believed it to be either bullshit psyops perpetrated by the media to debunk conspiracy theories as crazy or just actual crazy people who honestly believe this nonsense. Or maybe they're just total dumbasses. It's probably... It's probably a mixture of all three. <sighs> We've got to keep digging for the real truth, y'all. The inmates are taking over the asylum. They're completely capable of making viral memes and videos on YouTube. I don't know. I wasn't trying to call anybody out there, make fun of anyone, question people's intelligence for their beliefs or their religious convictions. It only upsets me because I think it's actually hurting the actual truth. Who knows, maybe we need the wacky shit so we don't get too burnt out on the harsh realities that we live in every day. I love me a good Bigfoot story or topics of cryptozoology, ufology, stories of the inner earth, aliens, etc., etc. But we need to realize, uh, we, need, we need a release of imagination and possibilities. But of course, there always comes that point when you're so open-minded to the possibilities that your brains fall out. And not only that, but you want to infect others uh, with your craziness. You want the attention, and you want to believe that everyone else is a sheeple if they don't view the world the same way that you do. Let's move on to another crazy, more recent topic, and that comes with the strange death of actress Anne Heche. Now, I'm not some big Anne Heche fan, uh, but this was a whirlwind of a crazy story, as on August 5th, actress Anne Heche was driving erratically, speeding excessively when she ran her vehicle into somebody's house. Uh, the vehicle caught on fire. It took responders like um, 30 or 40 minutes or something to pull her body uh, from the vehicle, after which she was placed on a gurney with a white sheet covering the entirety of her body. 
There's video footage of all this, by the way. And then here's where the crazy really starts in. Right before they uh, put Anne Haitian to the ambulance, she pops up from under the white sheet like a zombie and tries to get away from the paramedics before they can put her in the ambulance. Needless to say, it's a, a kind of disturbing thing to view. And then things continue to spiral into the realms of the weird. As for the first 24 hours, Anne Haitian's publicist said that she was still alive and expected to survive. While the following day, it was then stated that she had suffered brain damage had fallen into a coma, was in critical condition, and they were trying to figure out if her organs were worth harvesting. And she finally passed away on August 11th. Though initial reports uh, tried to insinuate Hage was on cocaine and alcohol at the time of the crash, the toxicology report did not indicate that she was drunk or on cocaine, and they were unable to tell uh, whether the drugs that were in her system was from before the crash as opposed to the drugs that they gave her after the crash. So that seems like a little bit of bumbling right there. Uh, they didn't know if the drugs they found in her system came from before or after the crash. But it's now stated that she wasn't high on cocaine or drunk at the time. And to further highlight that fact, um, about an hour before the crash, she made a random trip to a wig store and uh, purchased a red wig. Basically just took anything off the shelf. Uh, she took a picture with the salesman uh, who said she was acting perfectly normal. Uh, they, he thought it kind of strange that she bought a wig for no reason. And this, as well as the high-speed uh, pursuit, well, not really a pursuit, just a high-speed, uh, her driving um, of her vehicle led some to believe that she was hiding from somebody or trying to get away from somebody. And who knows if that's true, because while there is footage of her driving at an extreme rate of speed, there is no footage of anybody actually chasing her vehicle. And of course, it gets crazier, as immediately following Haitian's death, it was announced that a new movie that she was working on, uh, which was focused on the topic of human trafficking, was still going to be released. And another strange twist of fate, on August 3rd, just two days before Haitian's crash, uh, Indiana Congresswoman Jackie Walorski died in an accidental and fatal crash. And Jackie Walorski was also heavily involved in exposing human trafficking. And I cannot confirm or deny at this point, uh, but some people are saying that Haitian and Walorski had been a recent contact in regards to the subject of human trafficking uh, due to research that Haitian was doing for her new movie, and was working on at the time of her death. To make matters worse, and even stranger, I guess, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, Hache was romantically and famously involved with comedian and talk show host Ellen DeGeneres, uh, who's gotten a lot of attention in recent years from the conspiracy community, and particularly the uh, QAnon types, as herself being some kind of human trafficker. Yes, they think Ellen DeGeneres is a human trafficker, or involved in elite pedophilia, adrenochrome blood-drinking rituals. Uh, and I can't say one way or the other. What is the truth in all of this? And I'm no Ellen DeGeneres fan at all, never have been. I just don't like her. But I've seen nothing conclusive that exposes her as some pedophile blood drinker. Maybe she is, who knows. But I'm just not one to go on a witch hunt based on memes and YouTube accusations. I will say that by most reports, it seems like if nothing else, Ellen's just a kind of nasty bitch and uh, all around not a very good person. But does that mean that Ellen DeGeneres had something to do with the death of Anne Haish because she was trying to expose human trafficking? Again, all I can do is leave this one up to, in the air. Uh, can't confirm or deny things either way as to what really happened with the strange crash and death of Anne Haish, as well as uh, Congresswoman Jackie Walorski, just days apart from each other. But of course, it's all of these strange connections and possibilities which makes any good conspiracy theory, really. And in this day and age, the theory can spread and get shared and reshared a million times whether it's the truth or not. Who knows what really happened? The investigation into her death is now over, which is a little strange. So we'll probably never know the truth as to what happened. 
But as with everything, we must try to approach things with a rational and logical mind and a perspective, not just jump to conclusions, even when the pieces might conveniently seem to fit. And what else has been going on out there in this big old crazy world of ours? Huh, let me think about it. Well, uh, the CDC recently uh, stated that uh, whether you're vaccinated or not, we're all going to follow the same rules now, which is basically no rules. You don't have to quarantine anymore. You don't have to wear masks. Uh, you don't have to stay home if you're sick. Um once again, this is for vaccinated and non-vaccinated alike. We're all going by the same rules now. We're all equal, folks. Forget the last two years where we were all scumbags for not getting vaccinated and going to lose our jobs. We were going to, you know, not be able to shop for groceries and feed our families. And we were preparing for a winter of extreme death and illness, uh, according to Biden, because we were unvaccinated. They pretty much realized that they're full of shit. Um... Vaccines might have done more harm than good. We really don't know yet. It's going to take years to discover uh, the negative side effects of the vaccine. Uh, we already see some trickle down of that already. Um, once again, if you got vaccinated, that's perfectly fine. That's your total decision. I'm not making fun of anybody or calling anybody anything. Uh, if you got four shots, that's fine. If you're still wearing a mask, that's fine. If you know somebody that got COVID or had COVID and died from COVID or got extremely sick, or if you yourself got COVID and got extremely sick, then um, I don't know. This all just is going to seem like a conspiracy to you. But you got to have a little bit of pain in your ass right now that the CDC is making everybody have the same rules. You're no longer special because you're vaccinated. I'm sorry to tell you. You can't wear your badge of pride that I've got my booster, you know. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Supposedly 71 million Americans did not take the vaccine. <clears throat> yes, that's a very huge chunk of the population that said, fuck, no, I'm not getting vaccinated. Or they just didn't have the means to get vaccinated or they just, you know, were scared of getting vaccinated for one reason or another. But 71 million people are estimated to have not gotten vaccinated. So on the subject of vaccinations, um, I don't know if you got a there's a free channel called Tubi. Um, it's a free movie channel, but right now there is a new documentary on there. It's called shots eugenics to pandemics. Um, it's a little over two hours. It's not the most perfectly made documentary. It's a little obnoxious in parts, but it is kind of humorous. Um, they could have cut some things out that had nothing to do with the plot, <clears throat> the documentary, um, this is from the IMBD page. You want to check this out. Shots puts an amusing spin on the little-known history of eugenics. It traces the genocidal, anti-ethnic uh, eugenics movement, which resulted in the sterilization and elimination of millions. It exposes how the wealthiest families financed the evolution of eugenics into Nazi Germany and pushed America into perpetual wars. These families further influenced the government's elimination of financial liability for vaccine manufacturers uh, while simulating run-ups to the 2020 pandemic. By that year, the wealthiest had bought and controlled the media and censored medical experts that criticized government actions. Shots illuminates how the government censored uh, effective therapeutics, financially incentivized hospitals to adopt misleading reporting practices and deadly treatments, uh, doubled global deaths with lockdowns, bankrupted small businesses, and allowed the most unseen, um, unsafe, allowed the most unsafe vaccines in human history. Um, 
like I said, it's a very um, thought-provoking documentary. It's well-researched. Uh, it's not perfectly made. Uh, I say that because there's like these musical interludes uh, from some band. They got to, you know, play music uh, during the documentary, but they break into it like every two goddamn minutes. It's uh, with like a little 30-second musical interlude that I could have just lived without. If you take out the musical interludes, uh, then shots, eugenics pa- to pandemics, uh, is definitely worth checking out. Uh, it's irrefutable evidence that you can cross-reference and cross-check uh, from various sources. Um, going back to the history of eugenics and the birth of the pharmaceutical industry and the birth of vaccines. Uh, goes on to say in the documentary that uh, the Spanish flu, um, they believe, uh, was actually caused by uh, U.S. soldiers, soldiers coming back from uh, World War I, um, who had been inoculated with dozens of strange experimental vaccinations and that they brought this sickness back with them because of the vaccines. Um, now, one of those things you cannot confirm or deny, but it makes an interesting point uh, that possibly the Spanish flu was actually uh, vaccine-related uh, from all the soldiers coming back home uh, from the war who had been given uh, dozens of doses of experimental vaccines. So you want to check that out. It's on Tubi. It's free. Worth a watch. What have you been watching lately that's worth a watch, documentary-wise? I hope you, if you're out there listening today, get a hold of me. Leave a comment. Say hello. Um, the show's not over yet. I'm just telling you. My my hotline is open anytime. If you go to mentalpop.space, uh, uh, you can leave me a voicemail message over there. If you click, click the microphone icon, maybe I'll play it on a future episode. Uh, what's a documentary you recommend? What's a book you recommend? Uh, what's a topic you would recommend for the show? I'd like to hear from you. Also, my email is mad, M-A-D, the number's 247 at weirdness.com. That's mad247 at weirdness.com. Send me an email. I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook, uh, mentalpop31. I'm on um, Instagram. I'm trying to revive a page there, my personal page. Uh, it's mentalpop underscore 31 on Instagram. Go check that out. Say hello. Uh, it's, it's more of a personal page for my art over there. Um, and for some damn reason that I'm not sure why yet. I started a damn TikTok account uh, just because I love to twerk. Anybody that knows me knows that I just love twerking. So I like to show off my breastesses and I like to twerk. So I started a TikTok. It's at Mental Pop 31 on TikTok. Ha <laughs> ha. Talking about freaking conspiracy theories and flat earth, dude. Oh my God. Yes, there is a lot of twerking on TikTok, but you get pulled into the rabbit hole of watching these videos like for hours, right? And I don't know if it's because it's targeting me specifically because of my interest or what, but it's like just conspiracy after conspiracy after conspiracy. And some of it's worth watching, right? But 90% of it is like flat earth, right? Or the Anunnaki or the return of the ancient aliens and just the wild and wackier side of conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? And it just, um, I think that's part of why I mentioned that in today's episode, because I've been inundated uh, through Instagram and TikTok in particular with just endless flat earth shit. And none of it makes any sense. Like, it's all pretty easily debunked. I mean, there's some interesting points here and there, but most of it's just like, no, this bro, this makes no sense. You just keep shoving this flat earth into my face. And that's why I wonder, is, is this a psyop? Like, why is Flat Earth running like wildfire right now? I know it's been around for several years, but it's just, it seems like it's picking up speed. Now, I know it's still uh, a, a very, uh, a, mi- a minority of people 
I hope, <laughs> who believe in flat earth. Uh, but it seems to be growing, and they seem to be getting more boisterous and loud about it. The evidence seems to be getting flimsier and flimsier for their belief system. But anyway, yeah, I'm trying to get my social media shit in order. I'm trying to revamp my social media, my websites. Uh, takes time. I've been trying to get a fucking zine out for, God, 75 years. I put zines out all the time in the past. I don't know why it's been so hard this time for me. I think it's just because of work. Working, working full time. Plus, it's all cost out of pocket. It's a freezing. I ain't trying to make any money off of it, you know. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna spend hundreds of dollars and you know, a hundred hours of time on a zine that people are gonna throw in the trash. But I'm gonna make it. That's the goal by the end of the year. I got a lot of goals by the end of the year. Uh, well, you know, for the next year or two. <sighs> Let's take a break. And what's this break gonna be? I don't know. Let's find out. Morning in America. Fresh, vital. The old cynicism is gone. We have faith in our leaders. We're optimistic as to what becomes of it all. It really boils down to our ability to accept. We don't need pessimism. There are no limits. <laughs> it we must look so to the something like this. Of our nation, our ideals, a vision. Excuse don't want me. To just survive. You know, you look like your head fell on the cheese dip back in 1957. No, you're okay. This one, real fucking ugly. You see, I take these glasses off. She looks like a regular person, doesn't she, huh? Put them back on. Formaldehyde face, that's what that's we got. That's enough out of you. You get out or I call the cops. Call the cops? You know what you need? You need a Brazilian plastic sword. I've got one that can see. Uh, he's a tall Caucasian male. Doesn't appear armed. Wearing sunglasses. I don't like this one bit. one bit. All right, folks, in the hopes of keeping these podcasts, the Mental Pop Podcast, uh, easily digestible and, you know, well under an hour, trying to be about 30, 40 minutes with these damn things. I think some people would rather to be like five minutes. Maybe I'd have listeners if they were only five minutes and I didn't talk so much and somebody else was the host and it was totally different subject matter. Maybe, maybe people would listen to the show then. But as for right now, I want to thank the five or ten of you who do check these episodes out. I definitely appreciate your support, the kind words you have given. Uh, going to keep going with it. Going to keep trying. Going to keep, keep on keeping on. You know what I'm saying? All right. I think the next episode, I'm going to try to have one come out um, in time for the anniversary of September 11th. I'm not saying it's going to be a September 11th episode, but I'm going to aim to have an episode here in the next, oh, three weeks or so as we come up on the anniversary of 9-11. I guess that's going to do it for today, folks. Uh, please check out mentalpop.space uh, for all of our previous episodes as well as my blog there. I'm going to try to get back into the blog more full steam ahead. Um, trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing, you know, aren't we all, it's just kind of frustrating. I feel like I've got all these pieces out there that are worthy and worthwhile, but I just can't pull it all together and I'm only one person and I don't have enough time 
and I don't know, inspiration, I guess, you know, motivation. I'm trying to find my muse. I'm trying to find my muse. So if you have uh, anything amusing to offer, please send it my way. I'd like to hear from you. Uh, Mentalpop.space. You can check out all my art uh, at geneticmemory.online. There's over 300 pieces of art over there available for sale. Once again, that website needs revamped as well because I've sold several pieces. I've given several pieces away as gifts, uh, and I have not updated that page So it needs to be updated. I've got some new art to put on there as well. I've gotten back into the art swing of things, slowly but surely. Uh, So geneticmemory.online, you can check out my art over there. If you want to support, you can buy something. And uh, the proceeds will go to helping keep me motivated to keep this podcast going, as well as other things on social media. Um, What else do I got? Oh, my email is at mad247 at weirdness.com. Shoot me an email. Hit me up on Facebook or Instagram if you're on there. Say hello. We also have a private group called Conspiracat. Uh, it's a private group on Facebook. You can go over there. Say meow. Oh, shit. What else is going on? Anything? No? All right. Well, that's it for today's episode, folks. We'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, hope everybody's doing well out there. Stay safe. Uh, keep thinking for yourself and questioning authority and reality. And until next time, peace profound. Peace profound.